By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hey, yo! Welcome to 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. Welcome. If this is your first time rocking with me, I appreciate it. You should keep rocking with me and the people that have been rocking with me. Don't go anywhere, please, because you're what keeps me afloat. Um, Hopefully everyone's doing good. If you need any resources for mental health, please go in my show notes. I have a lot of good resources in there to get you some help because I'm not a professional and uh, I can give you unprofessional advice. If anyone has an, uh, wants advice, shoot me a message and I will do a terrible job at it. Um, but yes, 2010minutes.com to learn more. I have merch for sale. You can support me on buying me a coffee. I'm trying to buy a new laptop. You can download the 2010 Minutes app for free on both Apple and Android. You can chat with me on there. Um, you can do a bunch. It's easy to find me. 20 Tim Minutes. I recently released my Butch Patrick interview, aka Eddie Munster, and I'm so proud of how it went out. I marketed it so much. I went to like Facebook and found like a Butch Patrick like official fan page. And like one lady was like, I rolled my eyes at first and I actually watched the interview and it was really good. And I like that meant a lot to me because one, she was being honest, and two, it's like I got a really good compliment. And it's like my second most viewed YouTube video right now. And I think with the movie coming out, it was uh, it was a big hit. I was like, I did that thing where like I threw like spoiler on the title, which there kind of is in one, but I definitely had to hook people into the interview. Um, but if you haven't checked that out, I was really pumped about that. It was a bucket list one. If you know me, I'm a huge Munsters fan. I actually am looking forward to the movie. I'm trying to not be as cynical and... Uh, negative about things anymore when it comes to stuff I like. Rob Zombie, haven't been the biggest fan of his stuff lately, but last movie I liked to his is Devil's Rejects, and I think it's kind of interesting now that he's doing a PG movie. So it is going to be something, and we'll see, and I'll be uh, the first one to review it. Probably not. If you're listening to this now, I'm giving away a hat and a $25 gift card for everyone that donates to the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. I'm trying to raise money for them. I'm almost at $300. If uh, you're listening to this and the date's already passed, you can still donate. Unfortunately, somebody already won. But every $5 you donate, you will be entered in to win the hat and $25 gift card. Only $5 and every other $5 you donate give you another chance. All right, let's hop into 20 Tim Minutes, Episode 77, Ray Bork, Boston Bruins. There's a big debate right now with pro-choice versus pro-life, and it's on the line of politics and religion, which I won't talk about on this show. And even though this is quite political, it's human nature, but it affects a lot of people mentally. This is a tough one. And you know me, I like to tackle tough subjects, and I don't really give my side on anything, but I I think I'm going to give it on this one. I get both sides to an extent. I'm on the pro-choice side. Um... The pro-life, I get it to an extent, but then it boils down to, I think about somebody that has a medical issue and it comes down to them or the baby. It's like you have to choose or there's um, like a, a, a molestation one where they are having the baby and it's like, do you want to give that person uh, like trauma already and they have to deal with it and like the, the mental issues that could come with that? 
Um, that's what I think about. And it's unfortunate that some sides are a lot more extreme than the others. I will talk to anybody about any subject that doesn't get uppity. Um, like politics and religion, I'll talk off air if the person is patient and uh, likes to answer my questions. But I just think there's like so much that like we didn't ask to be here. We didn't ask to be what gender we want to be or identify as. That's just who we are. And for someone to like make a rule to be like, no, you're going to jail for what you did to your own body, I think is like the easiest term, easiest way to look at it. I always break things down to the easiest way because I'm not a smart person. And I'm going to keep saying that because I'm not. I'm creative, but am I a smart guy? No. Are you a smart fella or a fat smeller? I'm a fat smeller. Um, but again, I respect everyone's choice. I just don't respect you if you get yelly and sweary and just being a jerky. If you're a jerk, I don't want to talk to you. Don't be a jerk. This past Sunday was Mother's Day. I love my mom. My mom raised me very well. I'm glad that she was pro-life. Just kidding. Um, yeah, I uh, I love my mom so much. She definitely made me the person I am today. She made me be empathetic. She made me be funny. She made me just love love people for who they are. Um, and I'll always be grateful for that. So I was thinking about this too, um, and I was reading about it, is moms during the pandemic, and moms had a bad, bad way about it. And so did everybody, but I feel like moms especially – um, cause prior to the pandemic, I read this, the rates of perennial mood and anxiety disorders, PMADS, which is another acronym. You know me with acronyms. That one is called PMADS, PMADS, uh, we're one to one in five over the past two years. Those rates have increased to 50 to 70%. It increased stress about family care, childcare, which childcare, I didn't know this daycare is like mortgage payments. Talk about supply and demand. That is criminal. Like you, both of you have full-time jobs and you're going to drop your kid off for, for some chick that's going to watch the kid and you got to pay like two grand a month. That's absurd to me. And I feel bad for any parent that has to do it. I like the old like people with kids and it's like their mother or father come by and watch the kids while they're at work. Like that's retirement for grandparents is they watch the kid. Um, so yeah, I think that's uh that's so that's fucked up. Um and family care, childcare in schools and isolation and loneliness by forcing some families and mothers to stay home and isolate together as a family away from their supportive social circles and village mentality. So I do uh understand that and perennial anxiety and OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder, most often responsibly that new mothers feel to keep their babies safe and protective. I understand that as well, because with the pandemic, you're going to be super nervous about your son or daughter or whoever getting sick. So you're going to be protective of them. So you're in isolation. You're freaking yourself out about money. Um, you can't bring the kids to daycare. You can barely work. You can't see your friends. So mothers need some extra love um, this month. Mother's Day, hopefully you treated your mother right if she is around and you have a good relationship with her. I know everyone can't celebrate Mother's Day or don't celebrate it or don't want to celebrate it, and I respect that. Um, I'm fortunate enough to still have my mom in my life and such a great relationship with her. Um, but yeah, I, I feel for the moms out there. I couldn't imagine being a parent 
I just can't. Everyone's like, oh yeah, you just deal with it. But then like people complain about being a parent all the time. And I don't know if they're joking or not. You know that they're like, don't have any kids. But then they'll post like, oh, I love my daughter, uh, Vanessa. And you just don't understand it. So I don't plan on having any kids. Um, I was actually going to think about getting a vasectomy. I don't know why. I just think that's the smart thing to do. I'm 36. Don't want kids. Um, where are all my vasectomy people at? You know, what's up? It's like women, again, back to the uh, pro-choice thing. It's like women have all these rules, but guys are just spraying and praying anywhere they go. And it's like, why can't like there be a law for them? Like make it even. Like I understand like there's like the wage gap issue between men and women. It's like I, if they're going to do something for one side of the uh, equation, it's got to go on both ends. That's the only fair way for it to go. Um, and that's just my opinion. Again, you might not agree with it. Hopefully that you don't give up on the podcast because of my two cents. But again, you got to realize that everyone has a different opinion on things. And uh, that's mine. I'm sorry. And then uh, recently, too, I read that teens and mental health are less likely to talk about their mental health issues, which I agree on that because teenagers don't talk about everything and they know everything because when I was a teenager, I knew everything. I was the smartest kid in the world, but I never got in trouble. That's why I got to stay out late. I never got brought home by the cops or did anything illegal. Um I would run for the cops and that's when I, I could run like a 4-4-40 and ran like the ultimate warrior. But yeah, um, teenagers not expressing their mental health is huge. I always think about that. Like if I was a lot better at public speaking and uh, talking to groups of people, I would love to go to like a school, like a middle school or a high school to like talk about my story and like try to like open up that dialogue for mental health because more people have to talk about it. The high school mental health has to be probably the same where you probably get called a pussy or like the whole man up thing and people getting made fun of. That's why like I got along with everybody in high school, even like the like there was this kid who was a freshman and uh, I called him Manning because he always had a Peyton Manning jersey on and I absolutely loved the kid. Every time I saw him in the hallway, I was like, Manning, what's up? And he would get so excited. I would say up to him because back then you'd like be so excited when like a senior would talk to you as a freshman. But that guy was my boy. I don't know what he's doing right now, but I don't even know what his real name is, but it was Manning. And I just think I, I don't like being I don't like being excluded from things. It really bums me out. And I don't like that feeling. So I don't like giving anyone else that feeling. Um, so it is it is tough. Be nice. To, just be nice to everybody. E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. That's all you got to do. Well, there's some people you shouldn't love. You know my list of people I don't like. I don't have to go over it every week. But there's certain demographics, like people that put milk in their cereal first, people that hit the walk signal before they even walk. So like, say this, they hit the walk signal and before it changes, they already cross the street. That should be a misdemeanor. I get so mad. Misdemeanor, Missy Elliott. I, oh my God, that gets me riled up. But then obviously like pedophiles, murderers, like, yeah, they don't, they don't get my love either, but love the people that matter uh, in your life. So ADHD, I wanted to talk about this, um, the day in the life of me with ADHD, there's two different types of days for me. There's got to work and then my days off. Uh, I wrote these down so I can remember. So when I, when I have a work day, I wake up, set an alarm for work, which is like usually like two or three hours beforehand. Sometimes I get up a little bit earlier, but I pretty much waste a lot of my time. Uh, 
I get up as early as I can. I get to be at work at 3 p.m. and get out at 11 p.m. I work four days on, two days off, so my days off change. And I just keep doing that. So my days are slow. I'll try to sleep in, but I'll get up and sit on my phone and check everything. And then I'll get ready and I'll try to put my bags together, like my gym bag and all that stuff. And I want to say nine times out of 10, I'm forgetting something. And that other time, it's usually I'll go in my car and I don't have my wallet in there. I shouldn't tell people this, but I leave my wallet in my car. I don't have any cash and the cards will just refund me if my I, you use them. But I always forget something. And a lot of the times with people with ADHD, you lose your train of thought. Like there'll be times I, I did it today. Like I didn't even know if I, I urinated a minute ago. I was like, did I just urinate? But I filled up my dog's water bottle. And a lot of it comes to my phone. And I hate that I'm so glued to my phone, but I get so excited when I see things about the podcast and people chatting with me. I just don't manage my time very well. And my memory has not been good. There's been times that people tell me that we had a conversation about something and I do not recall it whatsoever. And it's kind of scary in a way because I don't want to have that problem because I love memories and I love being nostalgic. Um, and then most, then I'll try and eat and sometimes I don't eat. I don't eat like all day and I realize I'll have like one waffle or like, again, like my medication doesn't make me hungry, but I have to figure that out. So by the time I get to work, I haven't eaten anything. I'm a little bit grouchy and I'm just snacking on like fruit snacks. I've been told like I'm a video game character when like one of the beat up games, you just walk by and like knock over uh, a drum, like an oil drum and like a turkey comes out. I'm not good at cooking food and uh, I need to be better about that. So a big thing about is uh, not eating properly. And then, uh, and I start like half-assing a lot of things because I'm just so like, I don't want to do anything and I'm, I can't focus even though with my Adderall, again, I'm on like 50 milligrams of Adderall. Some people I know that take Adderall is like on five milligrams and they're like, bank, they're just all over the map. Me, not so much. I take Adderall and I can take a nap. That's how, that's how I am with that. And even when I'm glued to my phone, I want I still want to answer and do everything all at once. Like I don't want to go through the steps. I just want things done instantly, but I don't want to I don't want to do the hard stuff. I don't want to work. Not like work work, but I don't want to put in the work to get everything done, which is like the weirdest thing in the world. I'm so self-motivating, but I'm such a I'm like Daria. Like I just don't care to be and like I don't practice what I preach. I try to be as like rah rah to myself. But also ADHD people are likely to hoard, which I do. As you can tell by the cat closet, I have so much shit. I can't get rid of t-shirts. If I get rid of a t-shirt, I turn it into a tank top muscle tank. And I think I'm cool as heck um, because I just, it means so much to me and um, I don't want to lose it. So both these conditions involve core symptoms of disorganization, inattentiveness, executive dysfunction, and some impulsivity. I do that a lot. I buy stuff I don't need whatsoever. I've gone through so many water bottles. It's insane. My water intake is another thing I keep forgetting to do. And I just need to eat healthier, exercise, and drink more water. And when people tell you that, it annoys me, but it's so true. So I'm telling you out there that you need to eat better, sleep better, drink a lot of water, do some sort of exercise, even if you just walk around. I feel like a lot of ADH people... Uh, walk so much and like because i go up and down the stairs forgetting like there's been times where i went downstairs to do something or get something and i just completely forget and that probably happens to a lot of people but mine happens more times than not and it freaks me out 
But I feel like ADH people probably have the best butts because we walk everywhere because we forget everything. Like our like calves, thighs, and glutes are probably just elite. I get like lollipop guild legs where like I'm more I got I'm all torso and like little legs. And like I represent the lollipop guild. Most people thought it was lollipop kids, but it's lollipop guild. Like the guild actors award. Wait, what is that called? I forget. Um but again, it's like, uh, yeah, having ADHD isn't as fun. And I always had undiagnosed ADHD in high school. Like everybody knew it. It was a running gag. Like I fell asleep during my SATs because I was so bored. I think I got a 720. And I'm not embarrassed by that anymore because I don't care. I don't care anymore. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing again recently. And I know that helps mental health. It's so calming. It's like The Sims, but with like furries. They're every, like, you're a human and then everyone else is like an animal and you go around just like doing like non nonsensical, is that a word? Things like just like building houses and like cropping foods, food cropping food. Is that it? I'm all over the map. I tried recording this last night, but I got a phone call mid, no, I got a text mid episode and it fucked me up. So I was very upset because I wait to the last minute. So this episode is coming out later than normal. And man, was I upset. So I went and played Animal Crossing and kind of calmed down because the move, the movie, the um, music and everything just like very relaxing. So I know I, there's articles on it that Animal Crossing does help your mental health. So if you have a Nintendo Switch, I recommend getting it. I can hook you up. I got all the fruits. I got I got all the cool stuff. So I'll, I'll give you something on the side. Animal Crossing. Holler at your boy. Um, We're... we're Cut, we're cutting close to the end. I don't want to over talk about this, but did anyone see the story with the woman, the disabled woman who pretty much melted into the couch? This family, uh, this pa these parents let their disabled daughter be melted into the couch. 36-year-old Lacey Fletcher, she was found fused to the couch, covered head to toe in urine and feces, bed sores to the bone with insects. She was about 95 pounds suffered from locked-in syndrome, can only move her eyes, which is like what that is, I guess. You can't really move. They claimed Lacey had severe social anxiety as a teen and was homeschooled. They said she refused to leave the couch and would urinate and defecate in towels on the floor per like what they were saying. They said that she had not been brought to a doctor in 10 years because she was not ill. Uh, excuse me? And she was uh, of sound mind to make her own type of decision, it was reported. They insisted they cleaned her wounds and brought her meals. They said, like, she sat there for, like, almost 12 years. And she died when the parents went on a weekend trip. And, like, the neighbors were like, so where's your daughter? And they're like, oh, she's inside. And these people went on a vacation while their daughter was, like, stuck to the couch. It was, like, a 1960s leather couch. And that's just so, so fucking sad. Like, how do you do that? So your your daughter's disabled. She's 36, not like defecating and peeing like everywhere. And you're just living your life. They ended up being charged, which I agree with. Um, But that story is beyond fucked. And if you read it, there's a lot more to it. And they show the photo of the couch, which I don't think anyone should look at it. It's not like she's not on it, but they show like the aftermath. And like, even like the police and doctors and like the medical and like, I know medical examiners and they tell me some like messed up stories. And this one is like one of like the most messed up ones I saw. I don't know why I really shared that story, but it's unfortunate. And this is like the life we live in. This is like the world. So yeah, shout out to like these fucking idiot parents. 
like it's unbelievable like how much that breaks my heart and from what i was reading she was like okay like played on like the volleyball team there's a lot more to it that i can't i just can't comprehend but i wanted to uh i wanted to say that i thank you for tuning in to uh 20 10 minutes um I really, I always appreciate it. And obviously I'm grateful for so many things. I'm grateful for my friend Pixie with next on stage one and, uh, what she does with the podcast community and helps out and does all these things. So I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful for, um, Jacqueline, who I just had breakfast with this morning. It was a great meal. We went to the thrift store. It was fantastic. And I'm very grateful for my mom, uh, for her mother's day. And I'm taking her out this week because I had to work, unfortunately. So I think I, I dropped down on the depth chart of favorite kids. So I got to make it up to her this, this Wednesday. Um, I thank you guys so much with rocking with me. We're going to keep on rocking until the wheels fall off. Thank you guys so much. I love you and have a good one. And we are clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.